Hey, are you ready to grow your business? You have checked out the number one resource for business leaders, entrepreneurs, startup founders, and managers. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business with real actionable steps. There's no fluff in this podcast. It's just good advice. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Good Advice Podcast, recording this on a beautiful Friday afternoon. The weather is nice. It's about mid-August. And uh, yeah, I don't know where you are, what you're doing right now, but hopefully you've had a good week. Hopefully you've enjoyed your week. And uh, whenever you're listening to this episode, man, I hope that you are healthy, happy, and good. We're going to be talking about social media today and really what is so important to know about social media regarding your business. Before we get into it, first of all, thanks for listening to the podcast. I so appreciate it. This is the Good Advice Podcast where there's really not a lot of fluff in here. We kind of just jump into the practical, tangible things you need to know about running your business. Hopefully to help you out, hopefully to help you run your business in a more effective way and make some more money, right? Make some more money and impact people in a positive way. It's kind of the name of the game. And if you've listened to the podcast long term, I want to tell you thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Don't forget, by the way, you can jump on our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash good advice. If you want to buy me a cup of coffee, you know, support the podcast even get your business advertised on the podcast. All that's on the website, patreon.com slash good advice. But getting beyond any of that, man, I'm excited to talk today. I'm excited because whenever I record my weekly episode, I there, there's all sorts of things that I'm thinking about that I'm trying to think about, okay, what's most, one, what am I most passionate about right now in this moment? Or another way to think of it is, what am I most frustrated by in terms of bad business practices? Because there's a lot out there. If you've been in business long-term, you've probably come across yourself, maybe even worked for a business where uh, you've kind of been like, what the heck's going on here? I remember uh, there was a business that a friend of mine worked for where um, they had made record-breaking sales within the business and there was a lot of celebration around it. I mean, some pretty incredible numbers. And then the CEO basically called a meeting and grabbed everyone around to, to come to this single meeting and said, hey, guys, we're basically broke. Uh, we're bankrupt. And my friend working for the company was like, how, how on one hand are we making more money than ever? But at the same time, we're totally broke. It doesn't make sense. And so some of you might be working in a business like that where you're like, you know what, I'm not running the business, but I just know it isn't making sense. And so today we're going to be talking about one of those things that I'm passionate about, something that just flat out does not make sense. And if you're not careful, it will cost you when it comes to running your business. I want to talk about social media today. I want to talk about something that has... It, there's a lot of pain for me in this topic for two reasons. One, I've been a victim of naivety. I've been one of those people who, when I started my business, I got swindled into thinking, oh, wow, this is going to be really great. And two, I talked to a number of people 
who are really jazzed and excited about a certain offer they've come across online. Uh, they've come across a certain kind of marketer or salesperson or someone who's going to help them grow their business. And they're really thrilled about it. And I, I empathize with these people because more often than not, the conversations I'm having with these people are frankly, people who have been burned. They're in pain. They're thinking, wow, I had several thousand dollars and I dumped it all into this program and it just didn't really quite work. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about advertising on Facebook and Google. And this is going to come across as very, uh, I don't want to say necessarily negative. I want to be honest with you though. I want to be realistic and practical with you in order to help you make the best decisions that you can for your business And along the way, we're also going to talk about how do you really use social media effectively. Now, there's all sorts of opinions on social media. Some people think it is the bane of humanity. I mean, you spend a few minutes on there, especially in today's circumstances. We live in a COVID world. We live in a mask vaccine world where um, people have all sorts of opinions and all sorts of passionate opinions. And it's not uncommon that you spend any time on social media and you'll come across a keyboard warrior who is um, not just passionate, but they want to make sure everyone else knows what they think about whatever topic we're talking about. So regardless of social media being a good thing or, or not a good thing, I want to talk about if you are a business owner scrolling through Facebook, what are some things that you should keep top of mind that one should protect your cash flow, and two, how do you use it effectively to actually make some money on social media? So let's talk with the the first part about this. And the reason I'm making this episode, I mentioned how it's kind of whatever's top of mind for me. I always come across all sorts of different ads, and some of them are really bad. I mean, some of them, and when I say bad, I don't mean like um, poor ads. I mean like some suckers getting swindled by this kind of bad. But I came about across a Facebook ad yesterday, and it was from a extremely well-known uh, business sales expert, consultant, whatever word you want to use. Uh, if you've been in the business world any given amount of time, you've probably come across this person. You've probably read one of this person's books. Maybe you've even been to one of their um, conferences or programs, but it's a nationally known individual. And he put out an ad that basically, let me read this to you. It says, this person built a $5 million business in 90 days with zero contacts and only $100 in cash. Not only did he achieve his goal, he absolutely destroyed it. See how he did it. Learn the secrets to his success. For the first time ever, he will be sharing the behind the scenes truth of how he did it so that you can put his strategies to immediate work, even if you don't even have a business yet. Here's what you're going to learn. You're going to learn how to grow your revenue, remove obstacles, set real targets, and get real results. Click below to find out how. So you're probably having uh, a couple of reactions to this. One, maybe you're thinking, oh, wow, Blake, please send me that ad because I want to I get that. I need that for my business. Um, and if that's your reaction, 
I love you, but I, we need to slap some sense into you because the second group of you, you are hearing me read this ad and you are rolling your eyes like straight out, out of your head because of the ridiculousness of this ad. Because basically, take away just the the celebrity aspect of this person, the branding power of this person. What this individual is basically saying is that you can have a $5 million business in 90 days, starting with absolutely nothing. No contacts, no referrals, no previous customers, no branding power, nothing, only $100 in cash, $5 million business in 90 days. Guys, there is no other way to put this other than calling this total and complete BS. I, I, I and, and sometimes I try to be as um, polite and professional as possible when we talk through these things. This is like the epitome of BS, used car salesperson, snake oil salesperson, whatever you want to, you know, whatever cliche we use for this kind of phrasing bottle it up and put it on this post because this is this is exactly what this is. It's total BS, it's total nonsense. And the reason I felt compelled to make this post is whenever I first started my business. Now I didn't I didn't hire someone as ridiculously over the top as this, but it was someone who basically costed me around $15,000 to work with this person. And this person uh, It very much was the, it's so easy. It takes very little work. Um, It is so much easier than you think it is. You're going to become richer so much faster than you realize, yada, yada, yada. And this is something that is a really common sales strategy, by the way, uh, just in the sales world in general, is take something that you know to be true about working towards something. So like probably one of the easiest examples to understand is like going to the gym. I want to get into shape. Okay. Well, the way you do that is, is probably one eating better and two, probably working out. Those are probably the two main ways to get in shape. I'm assuming I'm not (laughs) getting into shape is not a priority for my life. So I'm kind of just guessing here. But so we can assume probably eating better and getting in shape are the two main ways that you are going to get fit, get healthy, what have you. Well, what if I told you, hey, you can get in shape, you can get a six pack, you can lose 20 pounds while also eating whatever you want. You can have as many cheeseburgers as you want. You can have, um, you know, steak for dinner every night. You can have, um, you know... Chick-fil-A, mac and cheese, you know, whatever, which I'm a, I'm a Chick-fil-A fan, but I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta choose your cheat meals wisely. If I was to tell you that, obviously, if you didn't really know me, you'd probably scoff at me and be like, yeah, right, Blake. Okay, whatever. But if I had a big branding name around me, if I had some serious branding pull, if I was a nationally known person, you'd be intrigued. You'd be interested. Why? Because it's intriguing to us to take something that we know is challenging and to take a method that we know has to happen, but is exhausting, tiring, not what we want, what have you. It's intriguing for us to be told, Hey, guess what? You don't have to do that. And the way I had it, one person described to me, this was somebody who was a digital marketer who this is how he sold things for better or worse. 
was he said, envision someone's driving down the road and there's a massive boulder in the road for where they want to go. And the only way to get through the boulder is they have to get out of the car and they have to push the boulder off the road. In some cases, it's very tiring. Sometimes it's very agonizing. Sometimes it's very painful, i.e. not being able to eat those delicious meals, having to go to the gym, having to run. Um, You know, I think about uh, having an effective, uh, having a strong marriage is a lot of work. It's really hard. So like being told, you know, hey, actually, it's really not that hard. You can just do like these one or two quick things. And it's actually really easy to have a great marriage or, hey, you can eat whatever you want. You don't have to go to the gym and you can have the body that you've always wanted. Like these things are really intriguing to us because they take the established norm of what we know we have to do. And it turns it on its head and says, you don't have to do that. And so what this person basically described was imagine that boulder, well, instead of having to push it out of the way, you tell them, hey, the, the boulder's totally, it's totally meaningless. It's nonsense. You don't even have to pay attention to the boulder. You can actually go around the boulder and get to the same result with less effort, less pain, what have you. Those of us who I think are a little wiser, we know that's just not how the world operates. But for those of us, a mixture of naivety and maybe how desperate we are, we can very quickly be pulled into this, into thinking, okay, wow, I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Can I really have the body that I want and not have to go to the gym or work out or, or what have you? We like the idea of getting something for nothing. We like the idea of getting the result we wanted without having to put in all the work to achieve that really meaningful thing. I say this because this has become a pronounced piece of marketing in the social media world around your business, which is things like um, you can you can easily get tons of qualified customers without having to send a single email. Um, you can easily you know grow your business to you know ten thousand dollars a week without having to sell, without having like these kinds of things are really common. Uh, in terms of the phrasing in the business world. And it's designed to get you to buy. It's designed to get you to become a customer for better or worse. Um, Usually it's to the benefit of these brand celebrities who frankly make a lot of money off of our own desperation. Um, One second. I'm actually, my kid just woke up. Okay, we're good. We're good. (laughs) The joys of being a parent while recording a podcast episode. So getting back to this, I, I was personally really bothered by this ad because anyone who's been in business long-term will tell you how utterly ridiculous the concept is of growing a business to $5 million in 90 days from nothing for two reasons. One, it's preposterous that this person who is a massive national brand can truly start over, so to speak, with nothing. And the other thing to think about is anyone who's been in business long-term will tell you it's a process. It's a process to run your business. It's a process to grow your business. In fact, I've had all sorts of awesome people on the podcast, multi-million dollar brands on the podcast. And you know what's interesting is We talk a lot about origin story. We talk a lot about, okay, how did you start your business? You know, what happened with your business to get it to where it is today? 
And I've had all, all sorts of people. I've had people who are uh, nationally recognized. I mentioned already many are multi-million dollar brands. I have some that have been um, guest experts on nationally televised news programs. I mean, I've had some serious heavyweight guests on the podcasts. And you know what's funny to me is those people, when they come on and they tell their story, I cannot think of one story where someone said, Blake, I had this business idea and 90 days later, I made it. I was running this amazingly profitable, incredible business. It was insane. It just happened. It was so easy. That's not what anyone has told me. In fact, what most, actually, I think almost every person has told me has been, I had someone on the podcast who uh, is running a really awesome uh, parent company for a multitude of businesses now. And he said, Blake, get ready for a 10-year game. Like get ready for a 10-year game of entrepreneurship when you decide to run your business. I had someone else who has a business that is internationally recognized, um, sells literally all over the world. And she talked about literally the first year, nothing happening for her business. The second year, nothing happening. And the third year, finally a glimmer of, okay, maybe this can work. (laughs) It's funny to me, I had someone else who came on the podcast who told me about how in his industry, in his industry, you know, on average, it takes about five or six years to become profitable. And for him, it took him 10 years. So I keep having these people on the podcast who tell this version of business ownership as this long game, as frankly, very tiring, frankly, very exhausting. Uh, I've had people on the podcast who tell stories of waking up at night in a sweat, thinking about how am I going to literally pay my bills tomorrow because we're so broke? How am I going to pay payroll? Like literally, how are we going to do this? I've even had some people who've told stories of taking on insurmountable debt and then using new debt to pay for the old debt, you know, just to try to stay in business as long as possible. And you might hear this and think like, okay, that's, this all sounds like bad business practices, but actually it's, it's a lot closer to the real world of entrepreneurship, which really isn't that sexy. It really isn't that exciting. And frankly, it's not really so much something that you write on social media about. Uh, I was reading someone's story. He was talking about his own business, a multi-million dollar business. This wasn't on the podcast. This was someone on Facebook. He was talking about his multi-million dollar business and how basically six months ago he quit his job and now he's running this multi-million dollar brand and it was so easy. But I've been friends with this person for a long time and I know this person has been working on the business for five or six years. And so I'm thinking, and I didn't comment, I didn't say anything, but I thought to myself, why are you telling everyone that you quit your job six months ago and it just like snap, it just happened when you've been working on this for five or six years. And the answer is very simply, that story isn't very sexy and it doesn't sell. What sells is the lightning in the bottle. I have the secret sauce. I have the answer. And if you pay me a very low price of $97 or whatever it is, you can do it too. This stuff is BS and it's designed to turn you into a quick sale and ultimately it's going to burn you. So that's the first part of this podcast is is helping you understand this stuff's BS and don't get swindled by it. But two, if you've been running a business for a couple of years now and you're seeing these ads and you're thinking, 
what's wrong with me? You know, is my business broken? It might be broken. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I've talked to all sorts of people who have run really interesting, odd businesses where I've thought, okay, maybe the reason you're not making money is because of the business, what you've actually created. But it might not be broken. It may be that you are simply on the journey of entrepreneurship. And heck, you're in year two, you're in you're in year three, and you are you're one meeting away, you're one sale away, you're one conversation away from making that big momentum upswing for your business. There's a great book that I really like called Good to Great, and it's mostly a leadership book, but it's basically looking at some of the most successful companies of the last century. And one of the things that Jim Collins, the author, points out is this concept of the flywheel. If you envision, uh, I'm trying to think about how to like best describe this if, you can't, if you've never visualized this before, but if you envision like the wheel of fortune wheel, you know, like the, the, um, like you reach down and you start to turn the wheel and you start to move the wheel, you know, it's this big honk of a wheel. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of energy. You know, you really have to stretch and push and try to get this thing going. But once it starts to spin, its momentum kind of carries itself and it really picks up. It really starts to move. And that is basically your business is the first couple of years is you pushing and struggling on that flywheel to try to create the momentum it needs. And then at some point, it finally hits that point of a momentum upswing. And that's when you're like, wow, this business, like, I can't believe this. Like I have a customer right now I'm working with who she sent me and she's, she's on track to do $100,000 this year. And she sent me a Facebook post of a conversation I had with her, I think it was three years ago, where she's basically talking about it's just a side hustle, it's just a hobby almost. And so like looking back to then comparing to now where she's on, she's on, on pace to hit a hundred grand this year and she has more customers than she's able to serve. Like the business has exploded so much that it's like, okay, now I have too many customers. Like, what do I do now? Right. And that's like what happens in our businesses when we actually invest in it, we push on it and we, we don't get caught up in the narrative of, um, I'm worthless and an awful business owner because um, I'm 30 days in and I haven't hit a million dollars yet. It's just not, it's just not realistic. It's not how running a business actually looks like, how it actually operates. Um, and I see this a lot in the startup world. I talked to a lot of startup founders who are thinking like, you know, how come we haven't created the next, you know, massively viral software program or app or what have you. And sometimes it takes stepping back and saying, look, Things like Airbnb or what have you, the reason, or Uber, you know, we call these unicorns because they're mythical and they frankly don't exist in, in, in the real world. So spending time and energy trying to replicate that is honestly not always worth our time. And usually it leads to us beating ourselves up more and more because we're, we're not seeing the results we want to see as fast as we'd like to see them. So don't get swindled by social media. Don't get caught up in the narrative of social media. The other thing to talk about today is, is how do you use social media effectively? And there's two things I'll share about this. One, advertising, and two, content. When it comes to advertising, it's not uncommon that I talk to a brand new business owner who says something like, hey, I'm trying to create some sustainable revenue for my business. I jumped on Facebook advertising. I jumped on Google advertising. I threw in 500 bucks. I threw in $2,000. Didn't really see anything consistent. What do I do now? 
And I think this goes back to my first point on how like there's sort of a narrative around social media that makes it seem easier to use than it is. Facebook advertising and Google advertising, these things have become, and I, I frankly, not to sound pessimistic, I think it's intentional. These things have become extremely easy for you to use in terms of spending money to grow your business. On the lightest terms, you can see on Facebook when you post something, it'll say, hey, you know, for 99 cents, you can boost this post uh, or whatever it is. But even on more complicated terms of like Facebook Pixel, uh, your ad account, your Google ad account, all of these things are incredibly easy to learn and get into. And the barrier to entry is so low that, I mean, you could literally start a business and then by this afternoon be running ads for that business targeted to a very specific demographic that you want to sell to. For better or worse, this inevitably makes the situation come about that business owners are spending lots of money on advertising and not seeing much of a return. Now, again, I'll say there's nothing necessarily wrong with advertising on Facebook or Google, but it's, it's the right answer for a certain time in your business. That answer is, I have figured out what I sell, who I sell it to, and I'm ready to scale my business beyond the in-person referral network, you know, people that I meet, what have you. I'm ready to grow this thing beyond my personal reach or my personal touch. And when we get that backwards, I think what happens when people start their business is they don't always realize that the business you envision in your mind is not always simply understood by your customers. So I'm going to sell this product. It's really awesome. It's really amazing. Um, I know who uses it. And then when you actually start to get out there and sell, you realize how clunky it is, how confusing it is, how it doesn't really add up or make sense. And it's sort of like that, that in-person or even that direct to person selling is what, what puts us in a position of gathering feedback that allows us to iterate on our offer, to iterate on our product and to eventually make it something that is actually worth someone's dollar. Not just something that you think is worth someone, someone's dollar, but it actually is because through every rejection, you're understanding more and more about what your customers actually want. When you don't do this and you jump straight to Facebook advertising, you're putting something out into the void where you're not really getting much feedback. Um, in some cases, you're getting very useless feedback. You know, someone comments on an ad you run and says, this is dumb. And you don't know anything about this person. You don't know if they even match your demographic or if Facebook even like paired it up with the right people. You're getting a lot of data that's very hard to parse and manage. It's much more valuable to not get it backwards and instead gain clarity around your product and your offering so that when you do go to Facebook advertising, you do go to Google advertising, you know exactly who it's for and you know exactly what they think about your product in terms of the, the pain points that they're experiencing. So using social media effectively then is not getting, you know, I think the word of the day is swindled not getting swindled into, wow, this is so easy and it can make me so much money when really it's probably a massive money pit for your business. The third thing I'll say, using it effectively, sharing content, uh, it's the name of the game. It's a, it's, it is a long game. It's a long game of showing up the way my dad has described it. He sends a monthly newsletter 
Um, I send a weekly newsletter, but his monthly newsletter, he said he's, he's one of the only people in his business who over the years, 20, 30 years, has continued to send a newsletter. And he said, honestly, at this point, I just send it to let people know I'm not dead yet. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of the point of social media for your business is you're offering your insights, you're offering your take on the problem that your customers are experiencing. In doing this, you are helping your customers identify with the kind of business that you do. So me, for example, I might share a post on wages and I might say, hey, let's pay our let's pay our workers more money. There's plenty of data that points to a it being a better return on investment for your business on it being better for retention on it, actually making you more money long term. Well, when someone sees that content, I mean, if they are a money grubbing, <laughs> I only pay minimum wage. They are now self opting out of working with me because they realize we're not we're not a good fit together. So you're posting content because you're trying to find your actual demographic, but more importantly, through the power of consistency, you're letting people know, hey, I'm not dead yet. I'm not out of business. I'm still here. And when you're ready to act on your problem, that guy that I keep seeing posts from, that's who I want to hire. I think what happens with social media, though, is people will post for like a week or two weeks, and then they'll throw up their hands and be like, well, it doesn't work. It's not worth my time, what have you. And you have to understand the sheer volume of stuff that's getting posted on a day-to-day basis. I mean, think about the volume of all of it. Your customers are barely seeing your content, which is why it's valuable to be consistent and frankly, to show up every day. And more importantly, because there's so much content out there, you are putting too much pressure on yourself to expect one post to be so compelling, so meaningful that it rises above the noise across all other content out there. Doesn't mean that it's not worth it to be compelling. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't put effort into your posts, but it is infinitely more valuable in terms of your time to invest in consistency than to agonize over that one post of making it freaking phenomenal so that someone buys from you. If you want to use social media effectively, show up every day. Show up every day. Let people know this is who I am. This is what I stand for. And I promise you there will be a return on that investment of your time. I've had people who they've seen content of mine for two years ago and who reach out and say, hey, I remember you posting about this. In fact, one of the content pieces I'd done a lot of work on was remote work. This was like two or three years ago. I was doing a lot of content on remote work because I had, I had talked to someone who was, he, he ran a remote business, but his employees were all in the same town. And he was about to spend two weeks going around, like inspecting their workstations. And I was like, this is such an insane use of your time. And also revenue was up like 30% or triple or I don't remember, some astronomical number. And I was telling him, your people are killing it. Don't bother them by going to their house and inspecting their workstation. Just get out of the way. And I'd had such a, a meaningful conversation with this person that I had created a lot of content around remote work. Well, guess what? This was like two years ago when COVID hit and a bunch of employees now started working remote. I had all sorts of people reaching out saying, hey, I remember you're the guy who understands remote work. Can you come talk to my business about this? Can you get on a call with some of our executives? Hey, can you share your insights on you know, being a leader who's managing remote employees? And this wasn't because I was like the genius on the topic. It's because I had been showing up every day. And when the problem arose and people needed a solution for it, they remembered me. That's the power of using social media effectively. 
And another little quick tip around it, um, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every day. Once you have enough content, start reposting that stuff. Uh, it's easy for us to think, well, people are going to see that it's a repost. They're going to be like, hey, you already posted that. I'm telling you, the amount, the sheer amount of content out there, no one really notices. And if they do, they really don't care. So, <laughs> so don't get swindled by social media. Don't get caught up in the narrative of it's so easy. You know, you can run a multi-million dollar business. Just send this one email. Just, you know, put up this one one-page website. You know, you can do it with no contacts. hundred bucks, you can make a $5 million business. That stuff's all BS. Don't get swindled by advertising until you're really ready for it. And most importantly, use social media for what it's actually intended to be. Engage with people, share your insights, and create a brand online that's consistent and shows up every day. Hey, I appreciate you listening to this podcast episode. I'd love to know what you think about it. Feel free to shoot me an email, blake at goodadvicecoaching.com, especially if you have any especially good stories. Uh, I love to reshare stories that are shared with me. As always, if you love the podcast, want to support the podcast, jump on our Patreon, patreon.com slash good advice. And uh, yeah, that's today's episode. We'll catch you later. See ya.